Surveys consistently find that banking customers want more personalized experiences from their financial services providers. Our guest this week is Greg Konevsky, Global Head of Banking at ServiceNow. He'll offer a personalization vision for banks and credit unions that's built on finding that optimal mix of people and technology. Actionable insights can help power smart decisions. Each week, the BAI Banking Strategies podcast focuses on important issues facing financial services leaders, as well as the emerging trends that are rapidly reshaping the financial industry. I'm Terry Badger, your host and the managing editor at BAI. Pull up a chair and join us. The personalization trend being driven by online retail, streaming media, and other industries is also a front-of-mind issue for banks and credit unions. Joining me on the podcast this week is Greg Konevsky, Global Head of Banking at ServiceNow. He's here to share his views on what it takes to transform personalization from an idea into a reality. Greg, welcome to the BAI Banking Strategies podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Greg, the research that we've done at BAI and, and that others have done as well are consistent in finding that customers increasingly want a personalized experience in their financial dealings, and that includes from their banks. So broadly speaking, as you think about it, what are the most important elements of personalization in banking now, and how have they been evolving? The reality of it is most people deal with their financial institutions and banks, but they don't really understand the fundamentals underneath them, and the banking language is foreign to them. So to have a personalized experience where they can engage with the institution, they can find out the status and updates, they can learn and interact at a pace and in a manner where they truly feel as though the institution has their best interests of mind is paramount today. And this all starts with you know institutions that really do understand that and really do want to make that change. And if they don't have that vision in place, then they really are not evolving. The issues itself persist. Repainting the front door may change the color, but it's still the same front door. So without understanding that today, consumers want that consumer-grade experience, regardless if it's a financial institution or who they may choose to shop online with, they want the same type of experience. And that's very foreign for banking. I would think that personalization represents an inversion of sorts in how banks operate. Instead of centering their business around the products and services they offer, as they have for decades, this approach puts the customer's needs at the center. How radical a change is this? And how are traditional banks and credit unions doing in terms of committing to make that change? It's a topic that's center for most board and executive suite level discussions because personalization is extremely foreign to banking. It's very difficult for any institution, regardless of size, to distinguish themselves any longer on the product. Rates are low, they've been low, and they're going to remain low, at least for the foreseeable future. So the ability to personalize that experience and provide it as frictionless as possible is paramount. And that is radical for bankers who generally are very conservative, who want to provide that service, get that loan closed, move forward, move on to the next, which they do need to continue to do, right? That's central to efficiency of the institution. 
but it's how they do that now, not the what anymore. And the how has changed the banking environment to the creation of digital experience officers. Even the smallest institutions have digital experience representatives now that focus on that for the customer. So that radical change is really driven from the executive suite on down, a paradigm shift in which banks are still trying to determine how they will best serve their customer base or for credit unions member base. And I think that's why you're seeing, especially for much of the smaller banks, you're seeing some of the consolidation activities now to give them better economy of scale to, to approach this in earnest. Looking at how banks are structured management-wise, where do you think is the best place within the organization to be the real driver of this change toward personalization, which cuts across business lines? Have you noticed that there's a common approach that's developing, or is there room for different banks to approach this in different ways? Size, scale, and long-term vision matters. And it matters to how each institution wants to approach that transition. That said, within the confines of the transition, they're all relatively the same. They need to approach it similarly. And what I mean by that is it all starts with an executive view to the future. The executives need to understand and buy into the fact that that transition needs to be a central and corporate-wide initiative. Once that vision is established, the execution of it becomes relatively a, a management routine, a management exercise. But it has to be established with that executive vision first. And without that, it's very difficult. You asked a question about, you know, how do they get this across lines? And cross-selling and banking is extremely important. So providing a simple, unified experience drives directly towards that. It's all within the culture of the institution, how they want to see this executed, how they want their public face to be viewed and really capitalized on by their member base. And with that executive vision, it starts a myriad of opportunities for the institution to really move forward and accelerate change uh, based upon how mature their culture is. And that really is a central piece in how they, most of them, approach the change management process, how they approach the change to the culture. It's an important aspect of how banks need to facilitate change through their technology environment. Online retail likely may be the first thing that comes to mind when people think about personalization. You know, the variety of products, the easy ordering, easy refunds, the cheap and fast shipping, suggestions based on your order history, that sort of thing. Comparatively speaking, banks have a pretty limited number of products on the shelf. And as you mentioned before, those products tend to be fairly commoditized. So how much room is there for banking institutions to deliver a personalized experience that would truly allow them to stand out? Tremendous. There's tremendous room in the industry. If you just look at the number of complaints that the CFPB has tracked through the pandemic, and you look at the dissatisfaction of the customer base and now the advocacy of consumers wanting to engage with institutions that represent their core values, although the industry in whole has made significant progress over the past 10 years, the ability to accelerate change to what the consumers really want, which is a consumer-grade experience, easy, simple, extensible, 
at their fingertips, engage when they want to, informed routinely. There is tremendous opportunity in the banking organizations to capitalize on this. And it's those few that figure it out that really do stand apart from others. So with that executive presence, if those executives want their institution to stand out and be that that beacon, if you will, that others move towards, the industry is fraught with opportunity. Banks have tended to place a strong focus on customer-facing things when trying to create personalization. And that kind of makes sense since we're talking about the customer's experience. But in making the middle and back office integration less of a priority, has that created complications for the banks? Maybe made the road a little bit tougher for them? It absolutely has. If you listen to the quarterly or the yearly earnings calls, you hear executives talk about customer experience and customer, you know, we want to improve in customer experience. We're going to focus, we're going to invest in it. But those that have really come out of the gate strong, that have made the most improvement, realize that this is an ecosystem where the two complement one another. In other words, the employee or associate experience and the customer experience are two halves to the same engagement layer. If the employees and the associates do not have the information available, do not have access to the right data, are as frustrated or confused at understanding what has transpired with a particular interaction, then you can't improve the customer experience. No matter how shiny or how new your front-end interface may look online, if it does not link the employee with the customer experience together, uh, it's an academic exercise that's bound to looks better, but it doesn't actually improve the CSAT, the net promoter score, the employee satisfaction. They all still remain relatively disjointed. Do you think that the employee experience was something that was not fully appreciated as banks started heading down the personalization path, that they were so focused on the customer that perhaps they overlooked or at least didn't fully appreciate the importance of creating a better employee experience as a way of helping to create a better, more personalized customer experience. Absolutely. It was a, a channel that folks continued to invest in that they believed would help. Its approach of this was, how can I become more efficient? How can I lower my internal costs? How can I improve at the same time how some of the customers or clients or members see us? And that's absolutely the approach most institutions took. And then you had just before the pandemic and accelerated through the pandemic was this engagement that the associates now and the employees and how they engage with the customers and the fact that the world of work has changed dramatically and the technology has sped forward arguably in the past 15 months has moved forward five plus years just from a technology front has dynamically changed the paradigm to say, wait a minute, we need to focus on both. We need to understand how our associates can become that much more nimble, work on those items that are just that much more important. How can we enable better self-service? How can we get these two things to complement one another? And those that, that are really focused and had that plan have now moved and started to change direction to say, we need to put the data in the hands of our associates. We need to simplify the process. We need to be able to engage they need to be able to engage with our customer client member base that much more frequently and that much more simplistically. You bring up the data part. Banks have no shortage of data that they've collected from their customers, but having the data is just the start, right? It also needs to be accessible. It needs to be analyzed and the insights need to be extracted and then applied to the business so the customer experience can be delivered in real time. 
how are banks doing with the huge job of corralling and taming their data? Your question a few minutes ago about how banks evolved given some of the of the push towards the experience, and I mentioned the chief digital officer. Another one to this is the chief data officer, the formation of someone focused in an office and you know in a team focused on data. And as you mentioned, there's no shortage of data at banks. The issue is you have data in multiple different repositories. How do I bring them together? How do I assure that there's a single data mart? How is that data actually deployed and used? And you know, as I deploy new technologies, as I update my environment, I don't want to pervert that again into another system of record and another repository. How do I get this data brought together so that it can be utilized when it needs to? We can have that single record and then it's put in the hands of the of the associates dealing with the customers. And that really has been a huge, to your question, it's a huge job just corralling it and figuring out where it needs to reside. And those institutions that do have the strong executive presence and the strong executive, and I mean this by the executive team, understanding where they want to move are the ones that have been able to make the best progress, the most impactful progress for their customer base, because they have that, they have that uh, vision and they have made tremendous gains in simplifying the environment and utilizing from a common data mart multiple different avenues where the engagement layer can actually access and return that information. But it takes a strong centralized function. And ultimately, this is still an emerging capability in banking. When you look out at the banking landscape, the thousands of traditional institutions out there, who do you see as doing it the best with this personalization quest? A few names if you've got them, and specifically what they're doing that's helping them succeed in creating that desired personalized experience for customers? So there's multiple institutions that are focused upon this, obviously, and it's a priority. You know, given my role, I obviously have the ability to interface with uh, institutions of all size across the credit union and regional banking and obviously money center banks. And many of them are making progress. The ones that come to mind to me that have had it figured out for a bit and are really stepping forward with discernible progress, truly update their records, their plans, and continue to modernize towards that effort. Three that come to mind for me are PNC, Huntington Bank, and M&T. Those three, they would say right now, well, we have further to go. We're proud of what we've done, but we have further. To... And I'm sure all institutions would say that. But those three come to mind as ones that truly know where they want to go. They have that support, and they're moving down that path. Greg, we've been talking about the challenges the banks are contending with, the obstacles that they've been encountering. It's a journey. So let me ask you, what would be the best advice that you have for clients and prospects, for banks more broadly out there, as to how, if they've started down the wrong path, to get back to the right path, to get back to a better, more productive path, or if they really haven't started at all, where's the best place for them to start? It's a great question. I have a call in the next couple of days, one particular bank, where we're going to be talking just about this. And we're going to cover both aspects to it. They've started, but they really haven't started in earnest. Um, they just engaged superficially. And the conversation I have for them comes in three parts, which is one, make sure that your entire executive suite is engaged in this, which it isn't now. This isn't a technology initiative. This is a people initiative. This is a technology initiative. This is a product initiative. This is a business initiative. 
This is a risk initiative. Everybody from the ad executive team needs to be engaged, and that isn't there today. Two, you don't have all the answers getting into it. So as those changes need to be made, make them and don't hesitate to making them. Informing the entire organization of where you're going doesn't mean that you need to make, you can't make changes throughout the process as you realize different things. And then the third is you have to engage in a rate that your environment and your customers can consume. Don't expect tomorrow to be the next challenger bank. With strong executive presence and a plan of action, progress will be readily visible from the beginning. That doesn't mean you have to have it all resolved in the six months or 12 months or 18 months. Set your incremental paths and continue to move down that path with haste, but ensure that they're realistic deliverables that are set. And if those three things are truly embedded in the culture, they're measured frequently, adjustments are made to it. Even if some missteps are made, it doesn't steer the, the institution away from the right path. It's the commitment to the overall vision. It's not the commitment to the funding. It's not the commitment to the savings. It's the commitment to the vision that will ultimately lead to success. In other words, keep your focus on what's truly important, and that will help everything else fall into place. So thank you again, Greg Konevsky from ServiceNow. We appreciate you sharing your thoughts and ideas with us on the BAI Banking Strategies podcast. Thank you. I've enjoyed being here with you today. A few takeaways from our conversation with Greg Konevsky from ServiceNow. First, he believes that despite the commoditized nature of many banking products and services, financial institutions have tremendous potential to create personalized and distinct experiences for their customer bases. In Greg's view, customers want consumer-grade experiences from their banks that resemble what they're accustomed to in the retail sector. Easy to use, convenient, on-demand, and routinely upgraded. One of the keys to delivering better customer experience, in his view, is by improving the employee experience. That's because the two experiences are intertwined. Continuing to automate repetitive tasks to free up time for working on more important things is part of it. Another part is improved employee training to hone skills needed to connect with customers and members in more and deeper ways. And finally, for those institutions who haven't started or are still early along the personalization path, Greg's best advice is to make sure that the entire executive suite is engaged and committed. He also says the path will not be totally clear at the beginning, so plan on making adjustments along the way. And he says, be realistic about goals and move at a pace that makes sense for you and for your customers. Thank you for listening to the BAI Banking Strategies Podcast. I'm Terry Badger, Managing Editor at BAI. Please visit us at BAI.org for more actionable insights on themes that are important for the financial services industry. 